probably should get started. In fact, welcome to Super Casperless, everybody! The podcast where none of the hosts have played the game of the year. Congratulations, Elden Ring. You're just not my style, I'm sorry. I don't want to <laughs> scream and rage at a game. I want to enjoy myself. Uh, but yeah, Zantok, uh, we got Jono, he's always here, and we got the return of, who are you again? No, no, behind you. Oh, well, that's name and, name and address withheld. Uh, nope, it's just me, Kelly Jelly. Oh. Tell me, Mr. Yes. Kelly Jelly, is your mm. blood white? Because if it is, you might be a robot. I don't know. I, I don't have a, a sharp implement. I can help here. with that. I like the shing. Very... Give me a... We didn't Go. even have to add that in post. Amazing. <laughs> His blood uh... is jelly. Oh, the there bike. we go. What kind of jelly is your blood? Bloisenberry. Ooh. You can keep it. it sucks. I would have preferred apple. Oh, or any, or, okay. Or anything other than, anything other than boysenberry, really. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a blessing and a curse, I suppose. I mean, I guess if it's boysenberry, then that means nobody's going to want your blood, including you, so nobody's going to try and kill you for your jelly blood. Joke's on you. It's O negative. Oh. That's not, but I wish. O negative jelly? O negative boysenberry. Yes, I that's O a negative, yep. Great band. I'm trying to figure out how much that's worth in the black market, giving it on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what I do you usually spread that on? Legs. Mm -hmm. Oh. But he's... <laughs> wow. I think normally I'm the one who says something that pushes the envelope a little too hard. Oh, boy. Uh, all right. So, hi. It's a Smasher Dash. But considering some things that are, you know, it's the end of the year, before we go into our usual uh, rate their chances stuff, let's talk about a few other things first. The Game Awards just happened. Uh, God of War won almost everything it was nominated for, which I think most people probably predicted would happen. Uh, mm -hmm. Except it didn't win Game of the Year, which is normally what happens when you win almost every award. But hey, you know, Elden Ring. Uh, all I know is it's a Souls game. And there's a mm -hmm. weapon that shoots bubbles, and that's all I need to know, because that sounds... I, the, bu the bubble stick, I do think, sounds fun. But, I don't know. What do you guys think about the game of the year? It's not what I voted for, but what, about, what, 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 is, what is everybody's games of the year for them this year? Kelly, what say you? Me? Um, yeah. I, my game of the year was, without a doubt, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Because 3 is a magic number. And there were a lot of numbers that happen in battle when you attack enemies. They blow up all over the place. But I loved it. Yeah, I'm still... Yeah. I finished it, but it, but it was moment, beat for beat the experience of the year for me. It, it's funny. Xenoblade Conference 3 not only has a lot of numbers, but it has a lot of letters, too. <laughs> Got that right. The whole <laughs> alphabet. Uh, not, not the whole alphabet, actually. Not the whole alphabet. There's a letter missing. And it's X. Oh my god. How strange. He, there's speculation that they'll be involved in the DLC story, but we don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most What's interesting about... 
interesting about Xenoblade 3 as well is that one could say that 1 and 2 are just as important to its story. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, you can play yeah. any of them solo. You don't have to mm-hmm. play the others at all. But you definitely have a better appreciation for 3 if you've played mm-hmm. or at least watched 1 and 2. And 1 X, plus 2 though, is 3. Pff, nobody cares about X. <laughs> I did. I think it's unfortunate. X really needs to be rolled in somehow. I just don't know how they'll do it. Story-wise, it seems like it's kind of in its own world or or far off enough to where it's its own thing. But who knows? I mean, spoilers for 1 and 2. They're in their own worlds, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, maybe we should talk about this off podcast. Actually, I just remembered parts of the story beats to cross. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah, um, I, I've been wanting game. to learn about uh, X eventually. I just haven't had a chance. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just for the sake of saying something different, probably Splatoon three mm-hmm. for uh, uh, takes the best of what one and two had to offer and improves upon it. I mean, the the formula. Um, I think Splatoon was easily the saving grace for the Wii U um, and really has become a flagship series fast for Nintendo for good reason. Um, it's it's taking a very popular genre and innovating it with inks and squids and kids. Nintendo successfully and, and I, made a third-person third shooter game, which I don't think anybody would have ever predicted that would mm-hmm, happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, three cheers for the training lobby. In this yeah, game. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, admittedly, I haven't played it as much as I'd want to because of games like Xenoblade Three, um, but well, and and just the the tides of life itself. But it's great. Uh, over on my end, um, like Wayo always do on uh, my YouTube Slugstar Gaming, uh, Wayo Trail and I made a video covering our top ten games of the year. Uh, it's not up yet. It'll be uploaded, um, I believe, the first Tuesday of January. So it'll go up there. <clears throat> but uh, just a little shot of my, Maggie in the Air was also Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Because mm-hmm. holy shit, that game. I started off just going like, all right, I want to explore all the side areas. I want to do all the side quests. But then a certain fucking thing happened in the story that I can't mention yet. Because somebody hasn't gotten there. And at that, at that point, I was like, all right, fuck the side game. I need to know what happens in the real game. Let's fucking go in the story here. Oh, I, I know what happened to Mwamba. It's very tragic. Again, that is chapter one. <laughs> Hearts out to him. Hmm. That was his last mission. I mean, it was. <laughs> he was so, literally I mean, yeah. three days from retirement. <laughs> It's like they fucking went there. It's like, you sons of bitches. Uh, the, the worst part about that is just the idea that it could just be me looking at myself in the mirror. Uh, I mean. So, uh, another thing happened. You know, a lot of these other companies, Spotify and whatever, they like to do their whole year in review stuff. And I got emails today from both Twitch and Nintendo about your year review. I was like, okay, sure, the Twitch one is whatever. But Nintendo, for the Nintendo Switch, is like, hey, here are the games you played the most this year, and whatever, and uh, the game I played the most is not Xenoblade Chronicles 3, it was Pokemon Legends Arceus. I have oh, yeah. 235 hours in that. 
Wow. Jesus Christ. My God. Yep. I I mean, I beat the story. I got everything. Man, oh man. Um, <laughs> Listen, the plot of the game is literally complete the Pokedex. That's my <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Having played Arceus and Scarlet, would you say one's better than the other? Or? Yes, and it's Arceus. <laughs> I kind I of don't, have the feeling. I think Scarlet is better than what than how people have been largely treating it. But mm -hmm. Arceus kicks its ass. Arceus was more fun. Yeah, I take it that they were being developed around the same time, if, yeah. I, if I'm reading the stories correctly. So that's why there's some sort of disconnect in some of the quality of life that Arceus included that Scarlet and Violet don't. But mm -hmm. hopefully um, with the next entry, they, they managed to take make a better landing. Uh, Kelly, uh, what was your most played Switch game of the year? I checked, and it wasn't Xenoblade Chronicles 3. It was actually Xenoblade Chronicles 2. <laughs> you know what? That, that makes sense. sense. That makes sense. <laughs> 2 has a lot more side content. It has a lot more has a lot more uh uh field traversal skills as well. Mm. A lot more blade. But uh well I started actually I guess, uh, started late on Blade Two train. One of my closest mm -hmm. friends he loves it. He pushed me to get on it, pushed me to get on it. Eventually I wanted fine, I'll do it. And it was it was fun. Um I don't know if I enjoyed it. I still think well Xenoblade One is still like in my top five all time xenoblade 3 is contesting it but i'm, not, I'm still not sure xenoblade 2 I, I had a mixed feelings about it overall I, I loved certain aspects of it and i just did not like certain parts of it so let me let me take a stab the gotcha mechanics and the waifu mechanics were probably on the negative side it wasn't even that bad like that i can look past some of that stuff it was mostly just a lot of the shuffling and like that goes into it like i said mm -hmm. with the field just a lot of tedium a lot of you need to have this sorted out first before you can go here, or you need to have this number to traverse. Mm -hmm. I, I think the game, the game plan too, is is certainly me meatier than one, and that comes with its own checks and balances and pluses and minuses. I won't make a joke there. <laughs> I think he was fishing for it, so that's probably I, a good idea. But yeah, it makes sense, definitely. It's like, mm -hmm. it's like I didn't play one. I've only I've only watched it, but they, it was a full hundred percent playthrough. Uh, mm -hmm. And I can't say anything bad about the story for one. Two does have like a couple areas that feel a little like okay, did we need this? Uh, mm -hmm. Three felt short to me personally. Three felt way short compared to one and two. But mm -hmm. uh, com combat wise, I think two combat I think is what I prefer. Of the three, mm -hmm. and then three, mm -hmm. and then one. One, I just don't care for the fact that the Monado is the only thing that can affect the Maxon. It's like, really? And the top oh. mechanic is, is fairly prevalent. Yeah. Mm. And, it, so. it, it, and it, it feels like it's an MMO style of hitting your abilities. It's like, mm, yeah. I wanted to play and an MMO, I would. That's why I quite enjoyed it at the time. I, I think a lot of it also was the time that Kelly and I were playing it at launch and it being. A rare treat on the Wii as well. Um, 
Yeah, I, 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 because tonally, I prefer one to two. I mean, two had more of like the like anonymu kind of stuff, like you're saying, a it, fair, fair bit. It more. is weird if you um, stand Shulk next to Rex. Seems like there is a huge difference in art styles here. Yeah, yeah, and they and they really they they're literally uh, like a split out atom, like two two separate dimensions. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> it's it, it's I I've really come to enjoy both and, and the characters from both games and and the gameplay style of both games and I think three um, I've heard it's relatively short compared to one and two yeah even though I haven't beat it yet yeah. um, but tonally I I really enjoy three I, I like the darker the darker tones of three <laughs> so I'm looking forward to actually beating it yeah speaking of which my number one most played game of the year on the Nintendo Switch was Mario Party Superstars. Wait, oh, there you go. hold up, hold up. Because for me, because we played that together for the recording and I only have mm -hmm. 14 hours in it. So what mm -hmm. the hell? I have 62 hours. Okay. So you're playing it with yep. family then I'm guessing. My sister and uh, Jamie and, and some other friends. Okay, so you got man. If you only that's your number one, then you got a lot more time in Xenoblade Three because I have 178 hours in that game. <laughs> I think that's where I'm at too. 170 something. Wait, what? Uh, I mean, and it's and it's short. <laughs> For compared to two, yes, sir. I feel like it's more. That's... It's like a more lateral game. And if that makes sense, because like there's like the main narrative, but there's also a lot of like each hero has their own like side quest, and that, it feels almost at times like the Xenoblade Chronicles Three Saturday morning cartoon. If that makes mm -hmm. sense, there's like there's a lot of like mm -hmm. substantial side content that helps kind of drive the main narrative. Mm -hmm. I understand. Okay, I'm, I I looked up the main the the main story's playtime. That's about sixty hours. Okay, that's fair. That's about standard, yeah. I think, for RPGs. I think part of the reason why I feel short is, I mean, part of it's just like there's a less, there's less chapters. It's just a le less <clears> number <throat> of chapters than the previous two games, which doesn't necessarily mean that there's less content, but it definitely makes it feel like there's less. Right. Uh, yeah, and then I mean, there's there's a big drop, and then. Right now I have, what, 17 hours and three, so I have a fair fair amount left to go, apparently. Yeah, my, uh, my drop-off goes 235 for Arceus, 178 for Xenoblade, and then 84 for Pokemon Scarlet. So, wow, that's pretty That's pretty quick. Yeah, and, and I finished Scarlet. The only thing, like, I'm waiting on a couple friends of mine to finish the game, too, so that we can flick, okay, can we trade our version exclusives, please? And then I can finally finish mm -hmm. the damn decks. <clears throat> yeah, and then Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which actually that's an amazing game, an amazing game. I yeah. don't regret saying Splatoon three, but Kirby, if I had remembered it at the time, probably would have been my number one game. Kirby might be the best new game I watched this year, except I don't know. I watched all of Metal Gear. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, Forgotten yeah. Land that it instilled that fuzzy feeling that you know that just that just hit in the right all the right places. Mm -hmm. And not just because Goramondo. What if there. we made another move that for a Kirby character? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. Oh, 
Oh. Maybe we'll do you're, that. You're, you're saying the end boss. Yes. The end boss, who we can't say, because I don't remember what it is. <laughs> that Sonic character? <laughs> Chaos? Chaos yeah. is in this game? We're, we're Kirby in 06? A, Fecto Elphilus is apparently its name, which Oof. I forgot. Okay, then. Oof, that the ultimate is not a good game. Oh, it's a great game. It's just a bad No, I meant like bad names, <laughs> but I meant, yeah. It's like, oof. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. 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 They're definitely better off. It, cool, it, it, was, it was a great fight, though. Mm -hmm. Okay. Real challenge. Mm hmm. Well. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's all we really have to say about a uh, year in review, game of the year. Uh, so I guess we'll go ahead and get into our rate their chances nominees for tonight. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Speaking what? of nominees, uh, speaking of nominees, yes. I would just like to take this opportunity to thank my reformed no, Orthodox no, rabbi. No, no, Jelly no, jelly. no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> right their chances. See, now what I'm a, not what a now moment. I'm not happy anymore. And I was happy. Damn it, Johnny. Alright, so our would first you, right like their chances it? tonight is gonna be Phoenix Wright. He's the main protagonist of Ace Attorney, which is a great game, but I'm not excited anymore because Jono just sucked it out of me. <sighs> He's a lawyer and he shouts objection. And he almost always wins his case, except for the times when he doesn't. Careful. Spoiler alert. I didn't say when, and it can happen outside of the games. I didn't <laughs> say it happened in-game. It can happen off-screen. Hmm. Just like that time you died off-screen, then you got better. Yeah. Was that another nine 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 reference? No, uh, that was the ducks. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know them. Yeah, you you are yeah. quite familiar with ducks and what they eat, and it turns out Kelly is what they eat. Ducks like jelly, huh? Like yes. Jelly. yes. Anyways, you can. So Phoenix Wright, his chances to be in Smash in actuality. Um, so. The big argument I always see about against Phoenix is, well, he's not a fighter. All right. Villager, Isabel, Wee Fit Trainer, Rob. The list goes on. That argument isn't valid anymore, and it really wasn't ever because we had Game and & Watch and Ice Climbers in, the, in Melee. Get over it, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also, and plus, Ultimate Marvel's Capcom 3 added him as a character, and he works fine there. Yes, he's extremely gimmicky, which is, personally, I think, to his detriment in terms of my actually enjoying playing as him. But, you know, it's whatever. At least he got the fucking recognition. Uh, but there's also the fact that Capcom has a lot of good options between <laughs> Devil May Cry, Resident Evil... Monster Hunter, though the developers don't want Monster Hunter to be in, you know, whatever. Darkstalkers, more Street Fighter, more Mega Man, Ghosts and Goblins. There's a lot of options from Capcom. And is Phoenix a standout? 
<clears throat> oh, also Okami, before Jono fucking flays me for not mentioning Okami. Those are my whips. I also have control over beetles I can send to you with my mind. Why don't you tell me what you think about Phoenix Wright? Oh, he's a nice guy. He, his hair is, is something to strive his for. His chances um, in Smash. I, I liked it when he wore the beanie. You know, Honestly, <laughs> that's it's got to be an alternate costume, right? Come on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We, we, we need I'm, Hobo Phoenix. It's a must. And I hope that we get a sequel in the future that shows us old Phoenix, kind of like old Ooh. Snake. I'm sure old that, that would Phoenix. be rather... That would actually be mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. Now, does he go gray hair or white hair? Good question. Or does he die because he's in denial of his age? That'll probably come first, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I mean, to all your points, I think you pretty much covered it. I think that he, he is, at least here in the West, a very well-respected and well-wanted character um, as far as the Smash community is concerned. Um, I, he, I think he ranks fairly highly in like the Source Gaming polls and Smashwords polls and so on and so forth pretty regularly. Um, and has more fanfare, honestly, than, than say, Amaterasu or, or some of the more niche characters do, like Frank West or, or whatever. Um, I think his primary competition isn't necessarily uh, Okami or Ghosts and Goblins or, or some of the more uh, cult classic Capcom games, per se. But Street Fighter is a major entity that... Um, just because we have Ryu and Ken doesn't mean we can't get Chun-Li or M. Bison or... or Rashid. Preferably Dalsim or Rashid. Yes. Um, and uh, Resident Evil as well is, is a huge one. Um, any any number of characters from that franchise could, could make it in. Leon, Jill, Chris, uh, uh, Claire, Wesker, preferably, although that won't happen. Uh, Ethan Winter... No, just kidding. He doesn't have a face. He doesn't, <laughs> could he doesn't get Rosemary, though. Rosemary is like, fucking she, awesome. She's playable but... in the DLC. I, yeah. I honestly could see that. I think she's mm -hmm. going to be the lead for the next game. I I hope so. Her her superpowers from the mold have mm -hmm. not been fully explored. Um, although, funnily enough, that's a third person DLC, and they still don't show Ethan Winter's face in it. Like whenever they at whenever they point, show it at this yeah. point, it's a joke to them. Like they're not going to oh, do it. it. It definitely he has is. a there face modeled. It is fully mm -hmm. modeled. It's just like, nah. It's, but it's not it's canon. Like... <laughs> right? They, like, he, literally, like, some angles, like, they turn around and say that's his arm strategically placed over his mm -hmm. face, or literally like a cup. It's it's rather entertaining. Um, or... It's like the Dante neighbor in Home Improvement. You're never going to see his face. It's like the parent... the season finale, yeah. Their legs... Like encourage them. <laughs> oh, um, or the the mayor's assistant in Powerpuff Girls. You exactly. never see her head. It's just neck bolted mm -hmm. down. It's like exactly. All right. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like like peanuts and whatever. That's a long established trope. Yeah. Mm. Um. That's that's pretty entertaining. Um. But yeah, or Dante. Dante from the Devil May Cry series. I think that there's there's fairly high profile Capcom characters that are standing in Phoenix's way. Um, even though Nintendo, I mean, you know, like through the Smash ballot, they pr they're probably well aware that he's well liked in, in certain regions. Um, but you know, just as they are Gino, who probably got very, I, I'm sure that he plays within top five, at least in the West. 
Um, mm, and it didn't happen. Did. No, there's they're still rights issues. Well, yeah. We, we are biased. Geonid not placed top five. No fucking way. Maybe top ten. Maybe they're, they're top still... five in our age in in our like in our age bracket. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But not true. top five. That's true. Just because you sort uh, through Smash Wars or game FAQs and see that he's the most talked about there doesn't necessarily mean that he's the most talked about within the general gaming community, which is much it's broader than Smash. Like how we were caught yeah. off guard by Bayonetta being declared the uh, de facto ballot winner, because, like, who? Mm-hmm. But we're mm-hmm. not every gamer. Yep. All the same, though, I think that what's really standing in Geno's Ray is what Square wants. Mm-hmm. So he, he easily could have happened by now if, if it weren't for Square. Um, and it's the same thing. Sakurai or, or Nintendo might say, we really want Phoenix. And Capcom may say, you can have Dante, because he's who we want to promote. In which case, Sakura uh, will just be like, I mean, I wanted Phoenix, but Dante is also really fucking cool, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, he, I think he has decent chances, but not necessarily compared to every Capcom character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kelly? Uh, yeah, I think it's just as you guys have summed up. It's like Capcom's one of their their biggest strength is their is their characters, their wide roster of characters, and I think Phoenix he his simplicity like helps him stand out amongst more these more complex design characters. I would say that's he's got this sort of charm to him that's still prevalent on like you look on the internet to this day from since like the late two thousands. His his. Uh, his debut, well, not debut, but his re- reappearance on DS was a huge boost to his popularity and his reputation. And he kind of has that sort of like honorary Nintendo character status, mm-hmm. I think, along with the Shantae. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't think it's the most likely the Capcom characters. I, honestly, I think <clears> that's Dante. And then after Dante No McCray, I think it's a mixture of Ace Attorney, uh, a second or a third rather Street Fighter character, or um, uh, fuck, Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Thank you. I'm trying to. I was just, I was running through all these different games. It's like, what's the one I'm actually thinking of? No, not Monster. No, not Metal Gear. It's the wrong fucking company. There's so Resident many Evil. games. Yeah. There's so many games. <laughs> fuck. But like, and I, then I we feel get like... Cecil from Ghost Trick. Beautiful. I'm down for that. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Like, I want to make a move set for him, but I don't know how. It's like, shit. What do I do for either, you, though? There's nothing actually makes sense. Either one of what you sense. just said. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like I like I think it's the next Capcom character is going to be something from that group. <laughs> but as far as yeah. Phoenix changes are himself, I mean, if people, I mean, you mentioned how like yeah, he is more niche, but something I want to mention. Uh, when they were when they announced Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three, it was an upgrade over the original Marvel vs. Capcom three, obviously, and they were going to be adding twelve new characters, but we didn't know who they were at first until somebody decided to play around the website's code and realized that uh oh, a programmer uh, left in the names and artwork for all the new characters. So we immediately knew who they all were and what <laughs> character got the most hype? Phoenix Wright. He may be niche, oh. but he is loved. I'm going yeah. 40%. 
which is that probably was... high, but mm-hmm. fuck it. <laughs> I think he. I think his chances are be- like, despite there being stiff Capcom competition, I don't think his odds are bad. Mm-hmm. They're um... decent. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And I, 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 yeah, Phoenix was a great inclusion to that game. It, um, and I, and I think that, you know, if they wanted to double dip on gimmicks, it wouldn't be surprising if they had the evidence grab or whatever in, in Smash either. Um, <clears throat> also, super I actually, easy echoes between Miles, uh, Athena, or Apollo. Mm-hmm. Totally. They'll, they'll give you all three. <laughs> I don't think they would do that, but it'd be miles more than likely. Yeah, probably so. Uh, I can't. I can't imagine it any other way. Yeah, outside shot of Apollo. Um, Actually, it might be Apollo because can you well, see Edward like sneezing on his opponents? Because I can't. Yes, he'll simply spill tea instead. <laughs> if the court were to be the stage and you could be have miles to reenact the, the kind of prosecutor versus defense i don't know you could go probably go either way i'm so used to calling him by his last name that i thought we we're talking about tails yeah i honestly don't know why i said miles and the second time i said it, i realized like why am i saying it it's too late now <laughs> <laughs> yeah that guy miles one of the my favorite spider-man yeah um I, I mean <laughs> mm-hmm mm-hmm uh yeah i th- i actually do i think 40 percent is fair he he has he's and he's been talked about a lot on the scene i think he's well liked uh the only thing standing in his way are other characters from his own company uh I, i'll i'll say like 38 okay kelly what about you what do you think yeah it seems about the sweet spot i was thinking 35 percent okay okay just enough so averaging them all together, that's going to give us a score of 37.67% chances, which honestly, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, wow. That was a great roster of newcomers for Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. It really, really makes you is. wonder what happened with Infinite. Or Rockets. Yeah. Uh, what happened with Infinite is that there's a lot that <laughs> happened with Infinite, and we do not have the time to go over that right now. Rocket Let's Raccoon, just say yes. shenanigans. Yes, yes, oh, I mean, Rocket was in UMBC three, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Well, yeah. 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 Marvel added Rocket, Doctor Strange, Hawkeye, Ghost Rider, Jill. Jill from Marvel. Shumagorath. Oh no! Jill and Shumagorath were DLC for the original Marvel for Marvel. 3. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there, there are two more Marvel characters I got. Oh, Nova was one of them, and I can't remember who the last one was. Um, Iron Fist. Hmm. Iron Fist. Yep. Yeah. Great Netflix show. One of the best. <laughs> yeah, our Lord and Savior Scott Buck. Thanks for what you gave us. Uh, sorry. Anyway, our uh, next Rate the Chasers contender is going to be. Well, they're in one of our games of the year. Oh. The Octoling from Splatoon. Holy cow, I know those guys. You do, We all know those guys. We've all played yeah. the Splatoon series, and we all are big fans of them. 
The question is, yeah. Octoling and Smash? I well, forgot that Splatoon was one of those series that Kelly just kills at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he kills with Splatoon, then he also kills with uh, Robin. I, and Smash, I, yep. Platoon in a in a good long while, and I feel like I've my skills have kind of rusted over. But yeah, Kelly, I played Kelly, very minimal of the multiplayer for Platoon three. It's all relative, mm. right? It's always someone, someone better than you. Kelly plays video games like how as well as how I thought I played video games when I was seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. It's like, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I mean, it's like I thought I was like, man, I'm pretty good at Smash, and then I played with. Uh, all of our group, I'm like, all right, Kelly's better. I don't like it. You should see me play against my cousin. You, if you want to see me get smoked, then... <laughs> it might make me feel better, but at the same time, also worse. Knowing <laughs> that there's someone better than Kelly actually makes me sad. <laughs> Sorry, but... probably... You know, at least I feel like Xantok and I would, ha would have a fair shot against Sakurai, who doesn't look like he plays his own game very well. So the man plays with two characters with, with two separate, separate hands. I don't know, yeah. man. I think he's going to beat our ass. Let's see. He hasn't shown his full form on, on video then. Yeah. Because anytime he's playing it on a video, he's also telling us about the characters. And as somebody who knows about the let's play or curse, I know how awful that can be. Cause you get distracted. He's doing it casually. Mm hmm. So what if, if if Toby Fox can play with him, why can't we? Because we don't live in here. Japan. Does Toby Fox? I forgot all about that. Okay, let's well, go. Sakurai went to his house, so I'm assuming. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's find that one wealthy American shareholder who, who bought out all the shares just to talk about F-Zero. And then just live at his place in Japan. Yeah. yeah. He'd be a cool guy to chill with for... Yeah. But Octolinks, yes. Octolinks. Yeah. So here's the number one best thing you can say about Octoling. It's the most obvious echo next to Alf in the entire world. Because, I mean, what the fuck? I like that they're modeled after Octopi. They sure are. And there's it's those like, suction cups, yeah. It's like, personally, and their hair. I wish every echo or clone adjacent character could be their own fully fledged character with differences. I would love that. Mm -hmm. But I also know that's not going to happen. But Octolings, well, again, they can easily be their own character. They can use different weaponry. They're also super easy to make an Echo, and I don't think it would necessarily be a detriment to their character. Unlike, say, if Dixie Kong became an Echo of Diddy Kong, I think that'd be a disservice to her character. Octoling, it would be okay. Be like, all right, this is fine. I wish you were more, but this is fine. And I'm considering yeah. that the Inkling, as soon as Splatoon was shown off, really, we were all just like, you're in Smash. And then who was revealed first before Smash Ultimate? Inkling. Yeah. I think Octoling yeah. is an easy bet. If they're not in, I'll be shocked. I agree. I agree. Um, there's not a whole lot more to say than that, other than um, if they are not in their own character slot, I, uh, rather than them simply not being in, I think it might be because they're they're swapped out between uh, Inklings. They so go Inkling, Octoling, Inkling, Octoling. Oh, the character slip. getting mm -hmm. the Alf treatment. I could see that as well. It, it makes more sense than have, than Alf getting the Alf treatment, and that already happened. Yeah, <laughs> which kind of annoys me yeah. a little too much. Um, 
obviously why do you think i made a why why do you think alf was one of the first uh characters i made a moveset for on smashtopia just just scratch an itch for for injustice or rather for justice um yeah i i I concur um yeah uh, that's that's pretty much all i got in octolings up there obviously you would prefer them to be their own thing there's an arsenal of weapons that they can take control of that are not represented in smash through the inkling but whatever yeah yeah how about you kj i'm gonna call you that now kj yeah god better than three kjs i know no better than kv um yeah (laughs) the narrative that has evolved from splatoon from being inklings versus to Auckland's living in a more or less a utopian sort of civil society. Um, I think that, yeah, Auckland are pretty much, I think they're guaranteed to be at the very least an alt. If we're arguing, if you're arguing them for an echo of their own, I think it's, it's pretty good chance. Mm-hmm. I was thinking percentage wise, I was thinking about 50%. If they're either going to do it or they're not going to do it as an echo, but I can definitely see it absolutely all dead. Uh, I, I feel it's extremely high for a percent. If we were talking about like full fledged like their own characters like with completely unique moves, then my percent would be super low. Like I don't think they're not gonna they're not gonna have like a completely different specials than normals and whatnot. That's not happening. But uh, even as an echo, I think it's extremely likely. The only other characters that I think are would be like this high echo would be like Shadow the Hedgehog. But I'm going to give them a 90% because I just think it's damn near guaranteed. Agreed. Um, and recalling the episode where I gave Tom Nook a 99%. <laughs> and in hindsight, I feel like the Octoling is more likely than Tom Nook. I mean, we um, can't give 100% ratings. That's our rule. Correct. So, But, but with that in mind, I am going to say 99%. Okay. I'm in some way, shape, or form. I think they'll be playable. Like with as certain well, as you could as, possibly. Not be. as alts. Like we're not counting as being an alt as mm-hmm. their own character. Just mm-hmm. so we're clear mm-hmm. by that. Yeah. Maybe I should revise my percentage then, because I think mine might be too low. I think I'll oh, go yeah. with eighty-eight percent because eight is the 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 number of 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 legs. That, um, There's no legs. There were legs. Four that four octolings have. Octolings <laughs> have. Okay, okay. Four octolings. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you had to fucking save that one, didn't you? Jesus Christ. I uh, I was about to say that you could just keep your percentage the same way. It's fine to have a dissenting opinion, but then you said eighty-eight, and it's like, okay, actually, no. Let's keep that. <laughs> that was alt focus thing. But if we're going as a hard echo, then yeah, it's probably yeah. high. Yeah. Well played. All right, so that's going to bring your average out to 92.33% chances of being playable. And honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. That actually unseats the previous number one from last season. Speaking of Tom Nook, he got 92% rating uh, from us and whatever guests we had on that episode, because I don't remember. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think Ebit was on. Oh, was it Suji was on the Tom Nook episode? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's where we were like trying to say whether Tom Nook or Flick would be the next. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
so yeah, Octoling is now the number one. But Wait. who? But can our next character top them? Yeah, probably not. Uh, it's Ephraim from Fire Emblem: The Sacred Stones. Uh, yeah, he's not. Okay. Um, so here, like Ephraim's biggest positive is he's a lance wielder. What is the number one? What are what are the, some of the biggest things people have said about Fire Emblem characters in Smash? Well, one, there's too many. Two, there's too many swords. Three, where's the spear user? Mm-hmm. He's a spear user. We can finally get a different kind of moveset. There is no primary lance wielder yet, or, or any kind of polearm. Okay. Byleth has one move that he just stole from Dimitri. <clears throat> but Ephraim would finally fill that slot. Unfortunately, the negative here is, again, we have a lot of Fire Emblem <clears throat> so unless we severely pare down, it's a hard sell. But also, he's an older Fire Emblem character, and we have only ever, with the exception of Marth, we've only ever gotten Fire Emblem characters from the most recent or upcoming game. Okay, also Krom, but Krom was also a weird situation. But every other character yeah. has been the most recent or upcoming game. And unless we're getting a remake of Sacred Stones, it don't look good. And what a shame that is, given the rich history of the series, too. It's just another thing that shoots the series in the foot in terms of Smash representation. Well, honestly, I think it's something that Smash has a problem just in general with, with some of the more recent games. Pokemon, is that we Fire own, Emblem. Yeah, we're, we're just getting, yeah. like, whatever is the newest things. Like, can we get more Legacy? Like, yes, great, thank you for giving us King K. Rule and Ridley. But we could also get Legacy from Fire Emblem or Legacy from Pokemon. There, We don't have any Pokemon from Gen 3 or Gen 5. Which is crazy because those are two of the most celebrated gens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, both those Pokemon and Fire Emblem, they're so diverse in their roster that you might as well make their own their own specific or cater to them uh, their own fighting games. Like I mean, Pokemon Tournament. Yeah, but I mean even bigger. Or like, better. Yeah. Or better. Yeah. Or, or worse, you never know. It's like, it's like you mentioned, like we have we have Pokemon tournament, we have Pokemon Unite, uh, and then Fire Emblem has uh, the two Fire Emblem Warriors games. Although only one of them was a crossover, but War <coughs> Warriors has an issue with representing really only three games and a couple leftovers, and then Pokken has a odd roster. Why is Pikachu Libre there? I <laughs> what you have a lucha, you have a literal luchador bird. Why are you adding Pikachu lucha? Think of the children. Think of the children, <laughs> please, for oh, once. Boy. Yeah, but no, I do agree that Pokemon and Fire Emblem could easily get their own fighting game. Mario could even Zelda could. Uh, hmm. It's just a shame that we only seem to be getting like whatever is the new hotness for these series into Smash. Like, there's there's still some good shit that you passed over. Give it. Yeah. So if, if that, DLC yeah. wasn't ninety percent third party, I think we would get some of these legacy characters. But unfortunately, sure. like I love the third the characters that we're getting, but mm -hmm. unfortunately, it comes with the cost of getting some legacy Nintendo characters. It's hard enough to get freaking Waluigi. <laughs> I 
<laughs> or Paper Mario, for that yeah. matter. But thank God we have Piranha Plant. There's a legacy character. Yeah, technically, I mean, right? Technically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Ephraim, though, uh, yeah, he's, he's an older character from an older game. Uh, I probably my my personal favorite of the of the landlords in in Fire Emblem, although there are slim pickings. Um, Sacred Stones was a good game. I, I wouldn't be against a remake, although I also wouldn't be against a remake of every other Fire Emblem that there are rumors swirling about being remade. Um, like if the Radiant games were remade, that would be a big middle finger to all of the GameCube scalpers. So that would be nice. <laughs> It's um, yeah, it's 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 bad. But um, and and you know, in a in a in a personal note, I mean, what are we gonna get otherwise? Bandanity, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, I I don't think his chances are very high. I mean, he's he has a renewed fan base, I think, because of Heroes. But so does literally every every other character. Yeah, like so does Rise. Rise has a renewed fan base because of Fire Emblem Heroes. So. Uh, who? From Shadow Dragon. The cleric. Reese? Reese? Reese, if that's how you call it. Yeah. Not sure how it's pronounced, but but I always went Reese. I thought Oh wait, right. are you talking about the old man? Yeah. Oh, I call him Riss. <laughs> Three different I don't know. Reese? I thought no, Reese is the one from Ike's games. He's that cleric. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny. It's weird because Riss is like a fucking star, a supporting role in the uh, heroes manga or whatever. Like he's in so many of the issues. He's a joke. Like they they have like, one where it's like Lissa is sad, or it's either Lissa or Sharina. Probably Sharina because people keep on throwing away their wrist stupids. It's like, oh man, mm -hmm. she really <laughs> feels for him. Speaking of spear wielders, I mean, I guess they can go Sheeta because they, they're such a yeah. high. Pref prevalence or preference for they could go Subasa from uh uh the the, the crosser with Shimonari Densei. Yeah. Or even Fjorm. Yeah. If you really wanted to. Uh which I mean for my own personal affects, I mean it's a one kind of a one off ish mobile character, so no. But they could. Um Yeah. But as an individual character, I don't think his chances are very high. No. Yeah, I agree. I think the problem is that with um with Sacred Stones, it's like the Pokemon problem, right? In this case, it's so thematic. It's like it's like two paths that are so delicately intertwined. You can't have one without the Erica and Ephraim. Is so like that's the whole game. It's either A or B, and having one mm -hmm. would just leave a bad taste to some degree. Like, that's the thing. No. Like put in either one without, and it, it just can't happen. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against a tag team character of Erica and Ephraim, but I don't I just don't think they're there yet. Like that's like how we got Pyra and Mithra instead of Pyra and Mithra and Rex, per se. Here's here's my counterpoint to that because I because like we have we kind of had that with um uh with Byleth because like okay Byleth represents all three of the houses so, so you don't have to do just one of the three sword paths, but then you look at Incineroar. Only one of the starters. You look at Greninja, only one of the starters. Uh, but then even to compound more on that, Byleth 
is promoting the new shit, if they were to include Ephraim or Erica, it would be going to an older game that they're not promoting, unless again, you know, we're getting a remake. I don't I don't know if it's as big as a question with that being mm-hmm. the case. And then you may consider that. If they're going for purely this, like, grabbing a legacy, I don't, Mm -hmm. to to me, I don't see that being um, a barrier. And then you might consider that Engage, um, the upcoming Fire Emblem game on the Switch, may only only choosing, And and Engage is only having one character per each game. Technically, one game is being left out to dry. Uh, uh, Mystery of the Emblem is not being included. It has the exact same roster as Shadow Dragon, but still. Yeah, they could have thrown in Chris if they really wanted to. Mm. <laughs> or or Jagan. <laughs> what a guy. He's, he's going to be our spear wielding character. It, it probably would have been either Sita or Chris. Mm-hmm. Like, are there any are there any core lords that are spear wielders that don't have mounts other than Dimitri? That don't Xander. have mounts? Yeah, that are uh, like oh lords. I was thinking just yeah, uh, later. Uh, no, Xander has a mount. Ryoma does not have a mount. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Spear wielders. Oh, spear wielders. Yeah. Uh, the, the only spear wielders are Ephraim, Dimitri, and Sigurd. Sigurd, right? And and uh, Sita, but Sita mm-hmm. is technically not a lord. So that's the thing. Yeah. And going back to the, like I I understand where you're coming from with the Pokemon thing, but that in itself is more like a you pick one of the three starters and that's your partner for the game, and that mm-hmm. in itself is between. Already existing X or Y, <laughs> pun not intended. Um, so either I don't know. It's hard to say because it's not like you have, a, you have a game that's thematically one thing is happening while the other is, and then you're either seeing one side or the other versus a partner, which is just kind of affects you know maybe what gym how you affect gym leaders and stuff like that. I don't know. It's hard to say. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think I, wouldn't... I think the main reason that Ephraim could get in. Is if Sakurai specifically looking to add a lance wielder, in which case I think he is the pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they were, but if he was wanting to get like an axe wielder, that's probably Hector. Yeah. Who, who are the other big name axe wielding lords? It's Hector, Edelgard, and Camilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going for a bow, it's probably Lin, or outside the shot of Takumi, I guess, or Claude. Oh, please, 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 God, no, not Takumi. <laughs> God. But that's his horrible. style smash could be two Takumis. That's that's the Warriors thing again, where it's just like, did we Whoa. all you uh, Fates people in here? Yeah. Like, the one of the big things I will give some credit to Fates was that it's, granted, it has a lot of lords, uh, is that there is variety in the weapons. You've got, yes, you've got your sword, but you also have uh, a lance lord, you have an axe lord, you have bows, you have two fucking <clears throat> healers. It's like, Thank mm-hmm. you for it not just being swords. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Now, where's I mean, that's what Corrin is. Corrin is one of the most interesting movesets in Smash. Yeah. Um, as from a Fire Emblem perspective, at the very least. Um, like, I hated his. Inclu- I hated that he got included, but I love how he plays. Yeah. Agreed. And, and, uh, yeah. And, and cheers to Fates, too, for, for screwing up, um, what is Azura? Not Azura. Mm. Uh, her, uh, her, her potential so much because we could have other. We could have been talking about another spear wheel. Oh, right yeah, that would have worked. Right, yeah, yeah. So uh, before before I watched Fates, I thought she was going to be like such a bigger part of the game, and to a degree, she is. 
but not what I was thinking she was. I was like, man, if you had a bigger presence, I would be lobbying for you to be playable. Yeah. Water, Lancer, Dancer. Okay. Mm -hmm. That sounds really good. <laughs> Pulls off pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wish. I, I, that's, I've not been a huge fan of the Avatar route that they've been taking since Awakening for that reason. Robin is fine. Robin Imagine is good, if but, Azura you know. was the main character instead of Corrin. Who? Yeah. I'm not sure <laughs> if you're joking. Which which zero? Azura. Oh, I thought... <laughs> <laughs> it's like imagine that your lord is a dance unit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crazy. That'd be, that'd be, oh, it'd be like Tokyo Mirage sessions, but without like the the persona stuff. It'd be like kind of like you're a traveling uh, dancer troupe that gets swept up in a a national crisis or something. That'd be really cool. But will yeah. they have English voice acting for the songs? I don't to know be... if we really want that. <laughs> they don't in Tokyo do. Mirage. <laughs> Listen, they don't in Tokyo Mirage sessions. And yeah. yes, I'm not a music person, but I also want to understand what is being said in the game without having to read the game. Are there captions? Is that the reading that you're talking yes. about? Yes, or... there okay. are captions okay. at least. Okay. But it's like I. Like if I'm going to read a game, I'll play a visual novel or a game that doesn't have voice acting. You have voice acting, but only in one language. Why? I don't know. <laughs> that tends to be... The, I, I think it's such a niche area that, oh, that yeah. most of the things... They, yeah. The game was not expected to do well, I don't think, so they didn't think... Yeah. They didn't want to bother, which I understand. But. Yeah, yeah. So most of the fans that, that partook probably are, are of the... You know, they're, they're, they're sub... Oneers essentially. Um, That's it. So Ephraim, Ephraim, Ephraim. percentages. Ephraim, Ephraim percentages. Uh, when it comes to the older Fire Emblem characters, Ephraim is probably who I want to see the most. Largely based off of the Lance thing. 100% eh, of the Lance because I haven't seen, I haven't watched Sacred Stones be played. So it's purely the Lance for me, in all honesty. Outside of that, it'd be Tiki. But, um... Oh, yeah. The odds okay. of it is just really low. There's, like, there's a, like that little outside chance of, like, the Sakurai wildcardness, because sometimes he gives us these kind of weird ones. But mm -hmm. I don't think it's great. Um, I don't think it's 10%. I'm gonna go 8. I think 8's fair. Yeah. Yeah, Sakurai does love... Fire Emblem, and that could factor into it, you know. Uh, oh, let's add in a random character. How about Ephraim? Yeah, uh, especially if like if they do cut down on the roster a bit, like cut out Crom, cut out Lucina, cut out Roy, cut out the extra Marth characters. Okay, now we can add some more unique Fire Emblem characters. If you cut out those three and added in three, add in Ephraim, go. add in Lynn, and then. Anything, Celica, Micaiah, yeah. Micaiah, give Diki. me a light magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nurgle, that's never gonna happen. I wish. Um, <laughs> Leon, Medeus. Yeah, another character I made a moveset for in Smashtopia. He and Nurgle, good times. Just again, this really makes you want. I don't know its own dedicated Fire Emblem fighting game. Yeah. But Dan yeah. did or Dev Dan? 
Oh, they have alts of each other. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> they could probably even introduce a third <laughs> if they were getting zesty. Oh man, what a what a character. There's there's the. There is yes, there is the land user I'm gonna go for, Devden. <laughs> I'll go for Donald. Uh, yeah? Yeah, villager would be cool. Gatekeeper. <laughs> you already mentioned him. Move on. Yeah, what a what a guy. Great I, character. His fire emblem eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Technically there's yeah. three gatekeepers. Because there's the, there's the gatekeeper, then there's the abyss keeper for the abyss, but then there's gatekeeper, who is the twin brother of gatekeeper, and is only oh, there yeah. during the Edelgard route, because original gatekeeper is uh, went to be with the Knights of Seros, and his brother's like, nope, I'm Team Edelgard. It's like, hey, we're really civil war in this, huh? All right, I don't think <laughs> right we needed this month. kind of lore. That the gatekeeper had mm -hmm. a twin brother who was also a gatekeeper, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then meanwhile, you have Aloise who's just like, "Yeah, you're Gerald's friend." Yeah, you're, I'll, you're I'll Gerald's side kid. with you. Fuck the church. I'm gonna be with my friend's kid. Like, all right. Yep. <laughs> Honorable, truly. Uh, to... I mean, the, well, the teachers has... do the same thing. They're just like, fuck the church. We're going to go with this other professor guy that we only have known for a month. Yep. Yep. Um, speaking of Ephraim and the power of eight, if there were four Ephraims, he would have, they would have collectively eight legs. And therefore, I will also say 8%. If there were 16 legs, wouldn't they? Four Ephraims would be eight legs. No, yeah. That's what he but said. if the four Ephraims that I mentioned and the four Ephraims that you're thinking of came oh. together, they would have 16 But legs. if it was four Ephraims riding on top of four Erikas on four Moku gems. Uh, that would be 24 legs. Wow. <laughs> they know how to use them. They sure do. They got legs. Da, 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 da. Sorry, that's a dumb joke. Oh boy, not but, as bad. Man, as with Jono on this show, there there is no end of bad jokes. We just fuel each other. Jono himself simply exists, and is there's a bad, a bad joke. joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do feed off of each other pretty well. All right, it's so Kelly, what blood. is your score for Ephraim? Wait, I think he said eight percent. I think we're waiting on Jono. No, Sorry. he's John said eight. You said eight. So did, yeah. so did Kelly. <laughs> oh, were you saying? I I didn't know if that's what you were saying eight because I said eight percent because Secret Stones is the eighth game. Yeah. Okay. Well, that puts Ephraim at a resounding eight percent. Great. Total. <laughs> Next up. We get Amelia instead. Anyway, what? Next up, we're getting Amelia Bedelia as our next Raytheon oh. chance. Of... No, it's actually a thing that's slightly more likely. Chell from Portal. And when I say slightly more likely, I'm not joking because it's not happening. We're never going to get a Valve character. It's just not going to happen. Uh, would Chell be amazing? Fuck yes. <laughs> Give me the Portal gun. Uh, that'd be... We're going to break so many physics in Smash. 
It's Sakurai is going to have just as much of a hell time programming her as he did Steve. I would yeah. love it. I would absolutely love it, but it's never fucking happening. Jono. Oh. I think it's about as likely as Valve's next game releasing this year. Or next year. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're going to release a game in two weeks. Yeah, absolutely. It's Half-Life Alex imagine, imagine. 2, Chapter 1. <laughs> imagine that actually happens and we have to eat our words. Um, that would be pretty cool. Uh... I mean, Valve ha certainly has a legacy. Chell is topmost among them. Um, Portal, epic title um, series. And Kelly, I mean, we, we talked about Chell for the Kelly Jelly special Smasher Dash last season. And Chell made it a good, fair ways into the Tournament of Champions 3 as well. Um, there, we, we certainly think highly of her. And, and unfortunately, this is not a do we think highly of this character. It's what do we think of their realistic chances? Um, mm. Coming from a Western company, let alone one that doesn't have a lot of modern output, um, keeps your chances low, unfortunately, in my mind as well. Um, and, and you know, there's that outside competition where you have the Heavy or, or other TFT characters or, or Gordon Freeman, but I think she's head and shoulders above them at the very least, uh, but just not high in the grand scope of gaming. Well said. And you, my dear friend. Yeah, um, I think it's that's the thing. Chell, like Chell and Portal as a series have so much going for it. They have so much like if you compare it to Half Life, Half Life is such a great, like powerful, long standing series in its own right, but I think Portal has a lot of like I don't want to say memory going on, but you know, cake is a lie. Anything that we oh, yeah. said. So much of it has been so prevalent throughout like the decade. And, and even making bleeding into other games that you wouldn't expect them to be, Lego Dimensions, the Talos Principle, uh, so much of it, and still getting Portal games, like even just tiny, tiny games to this day. Um, but as for, as for realistically, it's it's not lot, not very likely. Like, I've heard, I, as far as Western games go, Portal is pretty popular in Japan from what I've heard. Like, it's got a pretty good following, at least for as big of a, a I don't want to say small either, and it's all that's you know, Portal 2, pretty big mm -hmm. as a game, but it's Valve. The Valve is, is always the be-all, end-all. Mm -hmm. Like the wall. Look at, like, how can I climb over? I don't know. It's it's very unlikely. It's never happening. Unless, Isn't it only made of why, why climb over wall when can use Portal, though? Good point. Good question. Well, let's portal our way right into Smash 6, why don't we? Because it's not going to happen. It's it, it's unfortunate, because I would love to see Chell be playable in Smash. She would be... Whether whether you are good as her or not, she would be just fun to mess around with. Give mm -hmm. her the portal gun, let her aim it omnidirectionally, and just have all kinds of fucking shenanigans. You can make a whole new yeah. game mode just purely based on, like, two or three people playing as Chell and doing weird shit with the portals. You've seen Indeed. what people yeah. do in this, the current Ultimate Stage Maker with those little teleporters. Yeah. The, the havoc that people can do already. Now imagine that as a portable portal launcher. Yes. And imagine that because of that mechanic that already exists within Ultimate, that Sakura is just like, wow, this reminds me of Portal. Let's put Chell in. 
That's like the, I mean, it's like it's something what? that they could have. It's like here's here's how we're gonna build her off of this mechanic we already exist. Okay, let's take the code and let's see how we can apply it to a character. That's not a bad way mm -hmm. to try and start building her, but yeah. it involves them going to Valve and seeking Chell out. Which, if you're going to go to Valve, Chell's who you're going for. After her, mm -hmm. it's probably the heavy. But past like, that, it's not going to be Bill. I don't think it's Gordon Freeman. Uh, mm -hmm. Do they have other games? I think it's just those? Head, head yeah. Friend. Like, not to be, like, the stickler for what can and can't get in, but, like, you know, most of Valve's other games are shooter games. And yeah. most of the, pretty much every character uses guns in some capacity. And if you took that away, that's it'd be hard to make an argument for them. Yeah. With Chell, you know, science stuff and... I'd like to, I, if I, if, I'd like to think that Valve is pretty um, lenient with their IP. They're like, oh, we we love, we'd love to see. I don't know if Gabe Newell ever went on record saying like, oh, I'd love to see Valve get into Smash or something like that. That may be a quote somewhere. I'm not sure, but there you I go. Mean, mm -hmm. Just about every company, I'm sure, has would love to see their characters in because it's it's the best way to promote your game. Period. Mm -hmm. Get in Smash, and you've yeah. got promotion for life. If Sakurai asked them, they would definitely say yes. It's just the the question of Sakurai giving it the attention. Yeah, right. And, in, and Nintendo so like, as well. And, and as far as the and as far as like shooter characters are concerned, like I agree, it is very hard to make shooter character move sets because like once you've made one, you've oh. made most of them. There's a few. It's like you know, there's a little bit of difference. Like I also think the heavy would be different enough with his sheer personality. Uh, and the fact that he's like, he has like the fucking giant ass minigun. Like, okay, most gun characters aren't using minigun. And obviously, yes, you two are both mentioning the sandwiches. I was gonna get there. Uh, and then I know he has some other guns, I just don't, can't think of what they are offhand. But between minigun and sandwich, just like alone, that's, that's a, the start of, okay, you can build something unique from that. But like, mm -hmm. Bill from Left 4 Dead, like, unless he's doing you're, gonna, unless you're gonna have him push a zombie at somebody like Jill does in um, Marvel's Capcom 2, then there's not a lot to build for Bill or any of the characters from those games. Mm -hmm. Chell, yeah. there's the best chance. But even then, mm -hmm. the chances are shit. And I'm going mm -hmm. 3%. <laughs> when you yeah, when you when you consider the soldier type characters, it's like even a Resident Evil character, and you consider the majority of their weapons and in, yeah. in, in the and the titles, it's like what have we not already accomplished with Snake? Yeah, that that sort of thing. Um, and it's why maybe like a series like Call of Duty, you could say, oh, let's put in soap or ghost or whatever. It's like, but why? <laughs> you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you know, to Chell's credit too, I think she's by far the most interesting Valve option. And as far as, like, outside shot Western games are concerned, I'm really far more interested in her than I would be in, like, Tracer or whatever. Um, although that would also be kind of cool. That's, although, Blizzard. 3% um, is fair. Um, I think... I'm just going to go with what Chell's favorite number is, um, per, per the canon, which is 8%. Just kidding. I'll go 4%. Okay, if we start doing more eights tonight, it's, it's starting yeah. to remind me of a of a meme and a friend group of mine. Yeah. <sighs> Crazy eight Kelly. You know, let's go for it. Roll the dice. I'm just Nine sitting on eight. I'm just sitting here thinking, are we even allowed to count to three? You know what? <laughs> Is two point nine option? 
Uh, unfortunately, no. Decimals are not an option. We have uh, we have three rules. You can't give a less than one percent. You can't give more than ninety nine percent, and you can't give a decimal. Those are the three rules. So we're on we're on uh, everything up to ultimate damage percentage, but not ultimate itself when it comes to uh, no decimals. Yes. Alrighty then. Um, then yeah, I'll throw her a bone and say five percent. Okay. Know? Not going any higher than that, but that's why we love her. Five. She's an underdog. All right. That'll average her out to a 4% chance, which, yeah. Yeah. It's sad, but yeah. That's it. You know, Smash 6 is going to announce one day, and the opening trailer is going to have chill, and I'm just going to go like, (laughs) all right, I got to go buy a hat so I can eat it, because what the fuck? (laughs) I'm just going to say hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, The the beginning, yeah. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. You no, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead, Kelly. I, I was just joking about the fact, like, what if, like, the reveal trailer could just be Mega Man and Rob in the in place, replacing Atlas and Peabody, just going through a bunch of test chambers. Ooh. Then Shell bursts through. It's like I'm here. It's like, like oh, and Shell's the very first newcomer like, revealed. Yeah, for Smash 6. the first newcomer and then, revealed, uh, yeah. and everybody's just confused because it's also the only newcomer revealed. On the in the announcements, like, what? It, yeah. it would and, it'd be and, like just start off like it's new. Wait, what? No way! Like it would have, <laughs> or like the whole internet talks about it, and then then cake is a lie, cake is a lie. Like yeah. it's have the inklings of a newcomer, but but. Oh. Yeah, we'll fit the inklings then, in there somewhere too. Then there's a post-credit <laughs> scene for the trailer, and you just hear Glados like, "Oh dear, here we go again." Yeah, something in that line. Part of the fighting, part of the fighting sizzle reel for Chell's reveal will be, um, as as the ceremonial first character reveal will be her shooting a portal um, towards the Waluigi assist trophy to deconfirm Waluigi. <laughs> in the very first reveal, get it right off. The bat. It's like get out. Yeah. Yeah, uh... and then he falls off the stage and he. <laughs> You know, Companion Cube's got to be like either a Todd or a Victory animation or something. It's got to be in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, although it's a fake out because we're actually getting Bus Driver Waluigi as a playable character. Oh, with his checkered um, tie and yep. <laughs> yeah, what a well dressed guy! God. Everybody crazy about the sharp dressed man. Wow! 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 Oh my god! I can tell you with certainty I never expected to hear that in my life. That was great. <laughs> what if we got a, a rendition of the intro to this podcast, but it's Waluigi Waz? We're talking to our composer. <laughs> I know. Don't expect it. Actually, remember that idea, because I have thoughts. Um, (laughs) Moving on to the last character on our Rate Their Chances, because we're... We gotta get through these. We're going a little long, yeah. Uh, Samurai (laughs) Goro from F-Zero. Oh, holy cow. Uh, (laughs) F-Zero has, like, no attention in Smash. We've had Captain Falcon, and he's on life support, and that life support is Smash. And then we have what is yep. this trophy, which is Samurai Goro, and yep. that's it. Uh, some stages, but that's it. 
Uh, the, the odds of getting any more F Zero characters, period, is pretty low. Uh, truthfully, Black Shadow is might be the most likely because he can be an echo of Captain Falcon, or you could also see that from like Blood Falcon or, I guess Rick Wheeler. Rick Wheeler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Samurai Goro, like, if you're going for like somebody that would be like, not an echo, I feel like Samurai Goro probably has the best chances of those. But even then, they're mm -hmm. not great. Uh, the only reason I could see us getting a new F-Zero character is we magically get a new F-Zero game. Or, again, that Sakurai wildcard factor that gives us Ice Climbers, Duck Hunt, Rob, Piranha Plant. Samurai Goro is the next WTF character, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I concur. Uh, things going in Goro's favor as far as the scope of F-Zero goes... He's canonically, per the lore, an, an ex-co-worker of Captain Falcons yep. in, in the Bounty Hunter League. Um, they, they were cops together. He, yeah. Once upon a time. Uh, and then they kind of went their own separate ways and, and ran the ran the course and whatever. Um, <clears throat> he was a, the first assist trophy revealed in Brawl, so there's a little bit of a precedent there. Uh, he's one of, the, one of the first characters in... Uh, what? We were talking about deconfirming Waluigi right away with Chell's trailer. Samurai yep. Hero, the original assist trophy, deconfirming Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me sad and mildly amused at the same time. Oh, well, no. Uh, he was the first what? Sorry, Jono? Oh, he was uh, among the first characters introduced in the F-Zero series. He, he was like one of four playable characters. Yeah, in him, Pico... Doctor Stewart right. and Captain Falcon. Yes. Mm -hmm. So there's he's could be seen in you know in a racing game where no one's really a main character besides Captain Falcon. He could be seen as one of the main characters of F Zero. Um, yeah. Imagine getting Black Shadow, and everybody's prevalent theory is that um, Ganondorf will be decloned, and you'll get Black Shadow having the Ganondorf kit. Imagine getting Black Shadow, and he's very similar played to how Ganondorf has played so far in Smash. And then you keep Ganondorf the same too, and then you just have both of them. Imagine you get Watch Black Shadow and he plays like Marth. <laughs> Imagine you get Black Shadow and then he plays like Ocarina of Time Ganondorf. <laughs> and Ganondorf and Ganondorf just plays like Captain Falcon. Black Shadow gets magic before Ganon does. Yeah. Like Black Shadow, you're like, and his standard special is Dead Man's Volley. Um <laughs> <laughs> that would be wouldn't that be the day? Um, yeah, his chances aren't great, but I'll say this: I think that his chances are concurrently better than Shell's reference. Yeah, so, I have to agree. It's it's so strange. It's it's a niche. It's like a cult choice. It's a retro choice at this point. Um, but yeah, it could happen. It doesn't have a great shot, but it could happen. Yeah. Going back to the million opening where him and he's racing against he's the one that's racing against Captain Falcon so he's had a few little nudges even as far back as Melee I mean of all he, the not counting all the Pokemon of all the uh, characters in the Melee intro that weren't playable in Melee he's the only one left because Ruby mm -hmm. and Wolf have yeah. both gotten in so come on Goro I, I would kind of like I would like for Goro to be playable just for that reason he's kept us um, waiting mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, huh? Um, although I would prefer the other samurai, who's a, a Sistrovi currently, to be playable, but I, I will take Goro. Gray Fox? Um, 
Takamaru Gray Fox. <laughs> no, I would say Gray Fox's chances have been squashed. Yeah. Oh, if he sure. ever had any. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kelly? Uh, uh, you asked me, like, percentage? No, not yet. Any other um, thoughts you had first? Yeah. I think I think it'd be interesting because like well it's more like not really like I want to see him but rather how would they make him work because mm -hmm. right now as you've seen from his trophy he's he's less graceful and and precise Takemaru or uh, Gray Fox and he's more like is this your first time using a katana dude he just lumbers around sl overhand slash back and forth he'd I be mean, I mean at the same time I like that all the other sword fighters that we have are refined sword fighters. Like That's they are a... top of their skill, they they're grace, they're finesse. But then you gotta throw in Samaguro, and he's just he's just fucking Wolverine. <laughs> he's Wolverining this shit. Like I I made a move set for him earlier this year, and I directly used uh like part of how Wolverine works in the Marvelous Capcoms. I used him that as reference. I basically gave him Berserker Barrage as one of his specials. It's like it... I see this mm -hmm. happening if he if he was playable. His, his his machine is called the 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 red stingray. I think. Did you have a fire move stingray? Called... Fire stingray. Fire... Have a I called... I have stingray. Oh fuck! What's it called exactly? I want to make sure I get this right. Because I actually screwed it up when I was originally writing it. I was I thought it was a scorpion. So I was giving oh. him like a scorpion move, and it's gonna have like a poison effect. And I realized like, oh shit! It's not a scorpion. Yeah. It's a stingray. Oh I... no! I have to rewrite this. So yeah, there you go. You can take influence from machine from his. It's more of a curiosity. Mm -hmm. I gave it a Stingray Stinger, is what I called it. It's basically his version of uh, Falcon Punch, but with his sword instead. And like, he kind of does like <coughs> that, that overhead stab kind of motion. Okay, neat. Yeah. And like, Berserker Barrage is a side special. Samu Slicer was his up. Bushido's Wrath was his down. And then his final smash, he just literally crashes into people with the Fire Stingray. Like, unlike, you know, how the blue back just, like, hits people and brings them in the cinematic, he just, like, crashes down and then goes back up. <laughs> he just lands on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dang. <clears throat> no perfect. Yeah, his, his reveal is a repeat of that melee race, but he pushes Captain Falcon over the legend's stead, and Captain Falcon oh, lands on the Waluigi it. assist trophy. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Guess I'll get my chance another day! Bump. <laughs> Oh, yeah, while Luigi appears in Robin's Final Smash, my god. <laughs> hey. uh, but there you go. Yeah, it's so like Samaguro, it'd be great. He was the very first assist trophy revealed, and there were people that were that thought he was playable with the reveal because assist trophies was a brand new concept at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's part of what got him a lot of attention was that. But then yeah. people kind of stopped talking about him after Brawl. Uh, he like people doubt Black Shadow is the only FCO character that I see being talked about as far as like having chances of being playable. But Samurai, like again, kind of like with Ephraim, I think he only gets in on the Samurai wildcard factor. That's it. I think he has better chances than Ephraim because he doesn't have all of Fire Emblem's various lords to consider. Uh, and there's really not that many FCO characters that I think have a legitimate chance of being looked at in a serious manner. So, might be a little generous, but it's wildcard factor here. 15%? That seems fair. 
that does seem fair. I think besides Dyson again, um, BioRex, Phoenix, and QQQ, and Mr. BioRex would also be kind of fun. Yeah, Mighty, Mighty Gazelle mains. Where are you at? Super Arrow, <laughs> the Skull, the Skull, Deathborn. Yeah. <laughs> Deathborn. Oh my goodness. Jody I don't think Summer. any character. There you go. Game. <laughs> I don't I don't think any character defines the edge that I thought I had in childhood better than Deathborn. Besides maybe Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Ow. nothing personnel kid. Anyway, I'll go uh twelve percent. Alright. Kelly? Uh yeah, I think twelve percent seems pretty good. Okay. Well, that's going to bring us down to 13% chances for Samurai Goro, which, fair. Yeah, I believe it. Goro. If Samurai Goro were playable, he can have a play on his name, be one of his taunts. He'd be like, go row yourself. He wears a GoPro into battle. There you go. GoPro, go row. Go like, row with the GoPro. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> it's like a tempting rap. to go edit his page right now. Just to say, I mean, like, go row yourself. It's like, oh, that's that's actually really good. Honestly, go, I like that. Go row yourself. I mean, it's 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 American esque, but then again, the way that he wields his katana is also how it how how I would expect most Americans to wield a katana. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like Sakurai <laughs> would never put the words "go row yourself" in Smash, but we ain't Sakurai, are we? No. Sakurai wouldn't have any clue what was going on since it's a portmanteau of the English. Um, but yeah. yeah. Alright. <laughs> that said, uh, Red's Chances is over, and now we can get to what the episode is actually supposed to be about. Smasher Dash! Uh, like we always do whenever we have Kelly on one of these episodes, we picked out four characters that he has made movesets out of on the Smash TV Wiki, largely because he's the only person besides us that puts content on the Smash Topia Wiki. So thank you once again for uh, for doing that. But yeah. nobody else. So we have to pay tribute to you in this way. I mean, we don't have to, but we do. Anyways, our first matchup tonight uh, is going to be two retro arcade titans. We have Dig Dug, otherwise known as Taizo Hori, mm -hmm. or George, Lizzie, and Ralph <laughs> from Rampage. No, oh, buddy. So, who wants to talk about Dig Dug? Who wants? Oh, um, I think Kelly pointed at me. So, I'll go for it. I'll, 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 okay, okay, that, that that sounds fair to me. Uh, dig Dug, you dig him? <laughs> I dug him. <laughs> anyway, um, classic Namco game. Uh, ar arguably, it's up there with with Galaga, Pac Man. Um, I, I, I pretty much, you know, pole position in that classic. It's like if you own one Namco Museum, you're going to play this game. Or or if you go walk into a retro arcade, you're going to play this game. It's an ubiquitous, it's it's nearly as ubiquitous as Pac-Man, I think. Um, just just the early 80s arcade boom, Dig Dug, was a, was a major factor. Uh, also known as Tazahori, who is the father to, what's his name? Susan Mahori, Mr. Driller. Yeah, Mr. Yep. Driller. And um, apparently, in, in Dig Dug Dig Strike, the the plot of the title on the on the DS is essentially like Mr. Driller's been getting too much attention, and I would like to take some away from my son because I'm jealous. So let's play this game. Yeah. Um, so there's it's a little a bit of a great premise. Good bonding. Yeah. yeah. 
It's like you're calling for my son to save the world. You know, I saved the world first. Mm -hmm. Like, who are you? Fuck yeah. you. I'm going. Where is this at? No. Wait, <laughs> what? Who are you, though, actually? You think that yeah. parents would be proud of their children when they surpass them finally, but Taizo <laughs> ain't having it. I mean, funny, you, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be like if Iron Man's kid became famous and then nobody remembered who Iron Man was. I mean, like, I'd be upset if I was mm. him. I was like, mm -hmm. hey, I saved the world, too. Like, yeah, they're doing good, <laughs> but there's, I did things, too. Come on. That would definitely be an Iron Man plot point. Um, Taizo, though, I think that actually is kind of a plus in his direction, though, because you, you have this unintended burst of personality you can kind of get into. Like, he could be a little sassy. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, you're digging underground using your using your pin um, harpoon pump to blow up dragons and pukas and you clear them out of the area and you move on. That's totally the kind of premise that you can do for like a, a B-rate movie action thriller starring The Rock as Taizo Hori. Um, oh, but actually I think that really? there is a movie like that for Rampage. So... <laughs> I there finally. Is. Yes. <laughs> so, how about George, Lizzie, and Ralph? Um, somebody. So, George, Lizzie, and Ralph—the three monsters from the Rampage series. There are, you know, other monsters, but they only really appear in a couple of the games, such as like that are on the GameCube and then a, a port on the Wii. Uh, mm -hmm. But George, Lizzie, and Ralph—it's a giant gorilla, it's a giant lizard, and it's a giant wolf man, and they're pissed. They're on a rampage. They're destroying the city. Whether it's Peoria, Illinois, or some other city, there's a lot of them that they destroy. It's base. <laughs> there's a there's a fuck ton of them. But the the game looks pretty simple. Uh, you know, there's some cars on the ground that you can stomp over. Uh, sometimes the military will come in and try and shoot you. But the main thing that you're doing is you're climbing up and down buildings, punching them, smashing their windows, taking people out of the windows, and then eating them because you know you need a snack. Every now and then. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you, you wouldn't want to rampage when you're hungry. And it's just like causing chaos and just watching the buildings fall to the ground destroyed. It's pretty simple to that. Uh, other games have given like a little bit of story and lore to like why these people... Because like, they are people. They just got mutated into mm -hmm. these giant forms. And it typically has to do with some company with like... I can't remember. Scum Labs is like uh, yeah. often who is involved. Where there's like... Oh... Be, bathing in like a radioactive lake or it's atomic juice or whatever the fuck it changes it's, up yeah it pretty much changes with each game but it's it, when there is a story scum labs is typically involved but uh yeah. beyond that it's it's pretty simple gameplay it's more simple than doug doug really there's no like canon storyline i don't think there's no like timeline in between each game and like the big dugs but uh, yeah, they just they just cause mayhem around the world, the universe, total destruction all over the place. Total destruction. What more do you need? It's very cathartic in a way. I mean, honestly, it is. I fucking loved playing it uh, <clears throat> on like Flash Player back <clears throat> in the day. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, just just the visceral mentality of of this Monster Squad, I think, is the best thing they have going for them. Yeah. Um. And it and it's it's a quality that I that I really enjoyed from from playing the game growing up too and um, similar games too like Splatterhouse kind of kind of evoke that same feeling. Okay. Yeah. Rick. 
So, so with those intros uh, out of the way, what do we think about either of these characters and like what they could bring to Smash, uh, either just like in general or like in comparison to each other? Because the thing that comes to mind for me immediately is Dig Dug has a lot more tools at his disposal that you can pull from, whereas the Rampage crew is literally just like, okay, they're going to destroy shit. And that's mm-hmm. pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Whether it's just yeah. like just like a basic punch attack or if they just like slam a police car down or something. It's, mm-hmm. You'd have to, I think you, you got to get a lot more creative, I think, with Rampage. Yeah, you gotta have to differentiate them between. They have to be exaggerated. Like you have Donkey Kong already, who's a giant ape, yeah. or not giant. You have George, who's a mutant, pissed off, destructive ape. You have Bowser, then you have Lizzie. You have Wolf. Well, I guess Wolf doesn't really work, does it? Yeah. Wolf has a gun and one doesn't. Um, <laughs> it'd be more. It's more compared to like Lucario, I guess. Blaster. Yeah, that's right. You kind of have to lean on their destructive chaotic sides yeah. I think to let them shine through like very mm-hmm. exaggerated motions and facial expressions and just like like really like Sacramento in one of the videos he with animations he talked about how, like how they'll push the characters bodies past the fucking mm-hmm. line so yeah. I feel like you'd mm-hmm. really have to just like stretch things with these guys and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing but you have to stretch your limits with them in order to really make the Rampage characters. And it's great because in like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, John. No, go ahead. It's all right. I'd say that uh, specifically Rampage World Tour has a lot of that kind of goofballiness where like you can like, you know, you can punch each other in the crotch and they'll be like, ow, ow. You can kind of like fall off buildings and they'll go, whoa. Like they'll have that kind of cartooniness to them. So they're not super... Sounds like our pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think Zachary easily would lean into the comedy with them. The, the, like, mm-hmm. uh, almost almost Looney Tunes or Animaniacs-esque. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't get mm-hmm. too much to like, oh my god, these are scary monsters. It's like, not really. They're just they're just having a blast, just destroying everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As for Dig... As for Dig Dug. Yeah, as, um... as for Dig Dug, I mean, again, like, he's got... The pump, he can throw throw a harpoon at somebody. I don't know if they want to animate all all, every single character roster being inflated. I think that might be a little, little difficult getting that to everybody. But it can at least use like something like pumping air and damaging them. Uh, He could bring out like a little puka or a figar to do an attack for him. Uh, I I think of the moves that you made for him. His up special was actually just like his movement from the from the original game, where he could just like have kind of like. This did it, did odd, free, did it, did it. not quite free movement because you still have to like it's very uh, D pad. You can't like say I go have like a free spin or whatever. But right. that that would be wild to see in there. Uh, and then they yeah, can probably I, pull I really shit like from Doctor from Mister Driller too. Mm-hmm. I almost thought you were gonna say Doctor Dre. I almost said Doctor Driller. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> Just about they they gotta call you Doctor Mario or something. Um, let's see here. That movie looks better than I thought it would. Uh, as far as... Yeah, again, I, I think, uh, to your earlier point about George, Lizzie, and Ralph, and the exaggerated movements and whatnot, I, I think that that's to be expected out of, out of Sakurai and, and, and Smash, so I don't think that'll be an issue. Like, if they can do it with Kazuya's ribcage, they're definitely going to do it with the, with the with the Rampage characters. Um... 
<clears throat> and as and as far as Dig Dug goes, yeah, yeah, it's um, you're you're kind of looking at this dichotomy here, where you where George, Lizzie, and Ralph are very straightforward characters, and what you're leaning into with their move set isn't necessarily um, what you'll be enjoying the most out of it isn't like the technicality of the move set because it's very straightforward, almost in a way that Smash hasn't been since Melee, um, <clears throat> but. Um, that first of all, that could be nostalgic for some people, let alone the characters in general. Um, and there's and there's just something about a character that's heavy hitting um, and, and visceral in that sense that's very satisfying. Like landing a good hit with Bowser or Donkey Kong, or or unleashing that Doria. I mean, you know, nothing quite like that. Yeah, yeah. Feels See, good. on the off chance I can land that hit, that's how I went against Kelly every so often in Smash games. Um, <laughs> It'll happen. Just spam it. Just um, whereas Dig Dug is a more technical character, and and not to the extent of say Shulk, right? It's, he's not really a technical character, but it stands more in line with uh, you can kind of. It's more of a technical game. There's more that you can do per se in Dig Dug, um, with with the movement, um, being a little little more like a like maze like or or snake like and and. Uh, pulling in the excavation drill or, or the trademark harpoon pump or jackhammer um, as Kelly has in the moveset here. Um, it's it's more in line with what you might expect out of a more modern Smash character. Yeah. Um, without pushing too hard on the gimmicks. Right. Um, like like Taizo meter that Kelly wrote down here that, that influences the direction of um, the activation of his up special. I'm down with that. That's That's fine by me. I mean, um, it, it's it's kind of similar to like Rob's uh, his fuel tank for his up special in a way. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a fuel tank for his up special. I just don't want to yeah. like another tether because that's too simple. Yeah. Every so time, I, I would... I, every time I have to give either a tether, a counter, or a teleport to a character, I die a little inside. Mm-hmm. My... Yeah, I, I think. It's it's actually less. I think we might be able to even view it from the lens of Dig Dug not necessarily being more technical per se, but it's just kind of simple versus simplest <laughs> in a way. Simple versus um, yeah, and and it's, and, it, yeah. it's rampage. Dig, Dig Dug would be like a, a brawl or Smash Four era character. Rampage would be a Smash sixty four melee era character in terms of how mm-hmm. they work. Because uh, 64 Melee, practically no gimmicks. Very few. Mm-hmm. Smash mm-hmm. 4 and Ultimate, very gimmicky with a lot of the newcomers. Brawl has a few. You got Olimar in there. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's it's no it's little gimmick or no gimmick with these two. I mean, yeah. you could have mm-hmm. the Rampage meter, but mm-hmm. I don't... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Yeah, and that's... I don't think it's necessary. <laughs> yeah, and it's that's even then that's more akin to like a little Mac level gimmick. Yeah, you know, so it's not too crazy. Yeah. L- little Mac uh... is very low gimmick. It, it's just like you're beat you can kind of build up a meter to do a really strong punch and then you cannot bite in the air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the harpoon pump itself, the way that Kelly's written it out, I think it's fair and also fairly, fairly visceral. So you're, you're getting a little bit of a satisfaction with both characters. Mm. You trap it's, it's, load on his hand before they break free, kind of like... Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of another character that's sort of like that, too. has that same... I guess any ground. 
Dig Snake's Doug. reveal trailer in Smash would just be him using the harpoon pump on Waluigi's assist trophy. <laughs> and Rampage would be destroying his Got house. Him. Yeah. <laughs> and eating him. Yes. Damn. <laughs> and I think it's great because with Rampage, you can kind of get like, um, um, they've, they've demonstrated with their platforming element with the buildings already kind of seeing how they might motion, like their function. Dig Dug's not saying that, like, this isn't to say that he can't work because he only has like up, down, left, right in the air. But you get less of that with with what's more of a tactical, almost like an action puzzle game mm-hmm. or real time puzzle game in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, we need a new yeah, rampage just... game. Yes, we do. we do. We need a new Dig Dug game too. We're kind of getting back into the world of Mister Driller taking the front seat. Oh no! Last time that <laughs> happened, he got so mad. Yep, yep, yep. Although, you know, there's only so much you can do with Big Doug, honestly. Like, the first game is still plenty for me. Yeah. Or as a new Rampage would be, um, give us more environments to destroy and okay. There hasn't been a Rampage game since Total Destruction in 2006. That was the last one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Give us even just like a... Well, no, that wouldn't work, because they already did the... Total Destruction was the collection of the original World Tour, at least on GameCube. I don't know if they did it for Wii. Give us like, would would a three D city work? Um, total destruction. Or sorry, yeah, total destruction had a bit of like they had like a bit of you could move. It was still two D, but in like a bit of three D back and forth. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe you'd have to be very careful with it though. Like, give us that Godzilla feel, where like we had this whole three D city that we can kind of go through. Not not on a two D planning like actual like three D going around buildings and just like destroying the whole city. Like if the camera like three buildings. If the camera followed you around buildings, it could feasibly work as long as you were still locked into that kind of grid Mm -hmm. like buildings type thing. Yeah. 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 Who knows? Who even owns them Um, anymore? Activision, I think. Oh, never mind, we're fucked. (laughs) It's never gonna happen (laughs) now because Every Activision studio is just working on Call of Duty. Yep. Until Microsoft one day has a change of heart and they're like, we are actively working with Nintendo for a 10-year release plan for Rampage. I mean, <laughs> well, the deal for Activision <laughs> and Microsoft is currently being fought, so... Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Vehemently by Sony. <laughs> Among others. Yep. Sony's like, you can't put Call of Duty on Nintendo, that's too mature. <laughs> Missed their chance. Nin- yeah. Nintendo you know pulls what? down the the wall of their home, like on that SpongeBob episode with the diapers and the clam, and they're like, "Bayonetta." Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's Sony's issue, not my problem. To quote Reggie for a second. <laughs> the TTAs where there's like, there has been a murderer among us, and yeah. they zoom in on. Uh, actually, <laughs> Rampage is currently owned by Warner Brothers. Weird. Okay. Bugs Bunny. Rampage Rampage in multiverses. Yeah. That would be a joke, but that would be pretty amazing. They added the Iron Giant. Dude, what if? DLC. And we get get LeBron James and Smash. My God. What? I won. (laughs) Yep. Oh, man. What did it cost? LeBron James and Smash Brothers. 
That is not the law of equivalent exchange. Bugs Bunny and Smash. I, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> in, in the scope of fourth party characters, I'd be okay with that, which is kind of hackneyed. Man, poor Midway. They went they went bankrupt and died in 2010. They haven't gone. Damn. Cruising's still going though, right? What? They had that had that switch uh cruising US cruising blast had that switch port. Not not to get off topic, but but at least that's yeah. still so you know good good game good good game good series something so simple but so effective about playing as a in a racing game <laughs> absolutely yeah cruise and blast the hot wheels game that came out actually isn't so bad either oh yeah that just um, came out uh september 2021 20, mm-hmm. maybe we can get the arcades first <laughs> wow yep maybe we can get excite bike back on no, that's probably not going to happen. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Bots was a ridiculously good game that no one played. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, leanings? So, I, I have a lean between these two. Um, I think both these characters would be great additions from the uh, arcade library. There's still mm-hmm. several arcade characters that we could get in Smash. Uh, mm. be- between these two... <clears throat> Honestly, I'm feeling. Yeah, I got to go with the rampage guys. Uh, just, just the idea of being this giant hulking monster. Maybe one of the attacks is like they do a punch, but like a part of a building <coughs> goes with the punch, and it just like the debris falls down. Just like, just the, the total, total destruction of it all. And they could have, they could bring a stage with them. That as the fight is going on, like, yeah, you can fight on top of these buildings, but also... Destroy can, it, yeah. Yeah, you can deal damage to the buildings and bring them down yourselves. Little mm-hmm. Pichu as the next Rampage monster or whatever. Imagine oh. a spirit battle like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or, or bring back an event match where mm-hmm. you have the event is destroy the city. Because mm-hmm. not all the event matches are focused on just destroying your opponent. So just have an event match which is like, wreck the city. Like Luigi's yeah. Mansion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luigi, um, or as George of Terra's mansion apart. No, <laughs> that would be so great. Um, yeah, I, I mean, uh, you know, and to to feed a little more into the rampage fire too. I mean, looking to the to the phenomenal Dwayne Johnson led movie. Who who didn't have their heart rendered? when it turned out that George was actually just playing dead to play to Davis Okoye's feelings. Who didn't feel like when Negan was revealed as a DLC character in Tekken 7 that they actually wanted Jeffrey Dean Morgan's Harvey to be playable instead? Who All the actually same. watched the Rampage movie? Not me. I was reading the wiki while we were talking. <laughs> I bet more people watched that than watched the Battleship movie. Uh, yeah, playing the battle. Battleship in the next Master Dash. Uh, my lean. Um, it's really easy to say Rampage because just again, just the visceral nature of the characters. There's something really pleasing about that. Um, you know, I, I'll say I, they're on more even ground than I think. Yeah, that visceral nature would would give them credit for because it's so easy to just say Rampage. So I actually will say, I'm leaning Dig Dug right now. Um, kind of just because it's it's more the game that I grew up with. Um, 
and it's still still a heck of a good time. I think it would be very fun to to walk around and on on a D pad scale as an up recovery and blow people up with my harpoon. They would feel faithful, that's for sure. Um, yeah, you did a good job. You did a great job with both move sets. Thank you. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's so hard because they both have such big things going for them, and and they've carved out their own niches. In terms of who I think maybe more deserving, I would say probably Dig Dug because you know he's had the hollowed, the annals of history. His name is all over it. Like he's he's one of the big contenders. He was in Wreck It Ralph for God's sake. Like Ice, he, you know. They, you know you've made a big win um but in terms of who i'd want personally though i think it's it's the monster squad mm-hmm. it's, but there's so much you could do with either side and then yeah like you say they have they're very big contenders because they're both two sides of the coin you have slower more strategic classic arcade versus go ham go to town wreck everything <laughs> yeah in terms of what style i want to see translate to smash though i would say give me the monsters hell yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, those were Aline's. Where are our votes? Rampage. Rampage. Yeah, I'll go Rampage. <laughs> All right. It's it's just too easy. I mean, you have, I have a sentiment for Dig Dug, but Dig the just, monsters, man. Dig Dug just excavates New York so that he can just make a big pit trap for the monster next time they come by, like Dig Dug wins. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say a, a number of Namco characters from from back then. I would be so down for Gil or Dig Dug or um, Mac. Yeah, yeah. I I also want to say that while we were looking at information on uh, Rampage and Dig Dug, I found out that I'm not sure where this comes from. I think it might be Total Destruction. Apparently, there is a quote unquote team name for George, Lizzie, and Ralph, and that's the Wrecking Crew. The wrecking so, crew just found that out. I never, so there we go. Wrecking crew. Nice. No, no eggplant people. No eggplant men involved in that one. No, just no, and no eggplants. No, uh, no she Hulk. Just, uh, <laughs> just your Felicity Ralph. <laughs> That's good. Oh boy. All right. So that's match number one. Now match number two. We're going from the arcades to the indies. In a battle of quote and curly Ooh. versus the batter from off. No, buddy. All right, Dinner. Kelly, you know I gotta say it. Go off. Go off. So <laughs> quote, quote me on this, but um so I Cave Story absolutely is, quote you. Yeah. Cave Story is one of the most important indie games of the generation. Probably, some say, the grandfather of indie games. Made by one person, Daisuke Amaya, before one-person games was really a thing. It takes uh, You play his quote, he's a robot. He wakes up in a cave, which is on an island floating in the sky, with no, uh, no memories of who he is or what his mission is. And as you play through, you find out that there's an evil doctor trying to, take, uh, trying to control a species of, of cute uh, animals. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> something you want to say? Oh, the, uh, there was an island in the sky, and a guy was being really rude, so I flipped him off. Don't you hate when that happens? Yes. So yeah, that's. Uh, I guess I should say, well, well Curly's kind of like uh, she's another. She's another robot. She has a machine gun. Well, quote you at first, at least a pistol, and so they both try to stop the the evil doctor from um, terrorizing the Mimi guys, who are these little mm-hmm. rabbits rabbit creatures race 
um, and taking over the island to uh, eventually seize the human world below. So that's Cave Story. All right. Lovely game. A game that everybody should play at some point. It, it gets surprisingly... It's like... It flirts with you, it impresses you, it tells you it loves you, and then it gut punches you in the Jiminy Christmas and then says, do you give up? If you I don't, then get ready because there's more coming your way. I feel like a lot of games that you like are like that. I'm thinking about the games that you nominate for me to play. Including <laughs> the one that he's about to talk about with the batter. Mm-hmm. Well, the batter doesn't gut punch you. The batter fucking beats you over the head with the bat. Oh, yeah. Off, off is it getting... be playable in Tekken. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> on the other hand, off little is like a French, or Belgium, I guess, indie game made by Mortis Ghost in 2003. Um, you play as the batter, a pure, a so-called pure being assigned to the player. So you, the player, the batter is aware of, sentiently aware of a, a force guiding him at all times, dictating his actions. So you're basically the god of, of the game, um, wow. and so you're. Asking Past with basically purifying the zones, which are these these separate little, you know, there's a city, there's an amusement park, there's mines, and it seems at first like your mission is a sacred one, that you're a holy being trying to eradicate ghosts and monsters, but as time goes on, things get noticed worse and worse. It's hard to go on without really talking about the ending, but uh oh. Oh, yeah! I don't have a baseball bat. Neither oh, do I. Oh, it's a Riddler. Oh my god, that's a good one. It's closest I got. Sly Cooper. <laughs> Sly Cooper. Man, we're when are we going to talk about him? Freddie Fish. You know, my favorite rod wielder. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's off in a nutshell. Off is getting hit by a truck and then getting hit by the ambulance that comes to take you to the hospital. You've been there before. It was an 80-mile drive from the farm. What? Exactly, yes. So, all right. So, batter and then quote and curly. Uh, both Rindy's, uh one is considerably more... Actually, were both these made by just one guy? Mortis Ghost um, made it, and but it was an RPG maker. While Dice Game Maya kind of made his, he had to make his own system program to create Cave Story. Okay, so one guy made Cave Story, and then one guy with an asterisk next to his name made off. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm a genius with these matchups. I gotta say, I should also add, Dice Game Maya composed all of Cave Story, while a different person, Elias Connell, would compose for off. Mm, one person with two asterisks next to their name. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's it. With these two, uh, honestly, impressed that both these games were more or less maybe just one guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not super familiar with either of them. Uh, I don't end up playing a lot of indie games, not because they're indie games, just because it's not worth them to gravitate. But, um, so my knowledge on each of them, their gameplay is pretty minimal. I, I can mm-hmm. tell that, like, um, so Cave Story, apparently you get, there's a variety of different weapons that you can get. There's swords, there's guns, and there's missiles. It's like, okay. Yeah. Sure. I mean, hey, who doesn't love missile launchers, right? I, I know I do. I would love to have one. In real life? 
I mean, <laughs> I think I would terrify myself if I had one, to be honest. It's Look like, at my like I, I would just be scared to get in the room with it. It's like one thing goes wrong, if it's loaded mm -hmm. or not. I'm just I don't I just I'd be I'd be concerned honestly. Uh, there's a, there's machine guns. Apparently, there's like a bubble. Is this a bubble gun? A bubble gun, yeah. So oh, Cave Stories, Cave I Stories big. That. Yeah, the big mechanic is that you can you can power you can defeat enemies and collect basically points to power up your weapons to a max level three, mm -hmm. but taking levels you down a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's like the, the, that, idea, the I, idea of a bubble gun is really fun. I had to say <laughs> that's fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but then you know, swords. Which what characters don't have swords? Uh, there's so many swords. But I mean, the batter then has his baseball bat, which is borderline a sword for the way he would be using it in his game and in Smash. Uh, he's also got uh, these add-ons, which are apparently like quote-unquote party members for him that can yeah. give, um, that have their own attacks or buffs that come with them. Uh, Alpha, which can, looks like it inflicts status effects. Omega is um, debuffs and curing status effects. Then Epsilon mm -hmm. is just straight up damage, it seems. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the batter has his own attacks, which uh, I, I I know that he has one that kind of like reveals enemy stats or whatever. Then he has different stats, different damage damage elements of metal, plastic, smoke, and meat. Correct. Meat. Ah, four, it's weird. It's weird. Elements. It's a Xenoblade Chronicles too. <sighs> They're just, it's, <laughs> uh, it's like smoke mine, they mine smoke and they harvest meat from cows. It's, it's strange. Off is bizarre. That's all I need to know. It's a little <laughs> off. I'm not going to lie. Off. Something is off. Yeah. Yeah. Switch it off. Yes. And then, you know, he's also got some healing techniques. Uh, so, so they have, they have some different utility between the two. I feel like you could make quote and curly, you're like, obviously I know you made a move set, but I'm talking like in, like what we, what might happen. Quinn currently mm -hmm. having their various weapons. Uh, I, I think I'm guessing the Polar Star is the default gun. I'm guessing or yeah. Polar Star, whatever it's called. So that would make oh, sense. Then maybe like machine gun could for be a special, or, or the missile launchers probably in there. Uh, it looks like he has a jetpack, at least in his art. So I'm guessing he's got a jetpack he can use for his up. That's fun. Yep. Uh, and then batter is pretty much going to be like, all right, baseball bat for for your main attacks, and then the different add-ons for some of your specials or maybe they all rotate into one special kind of like a, a Shulk's Monado Arts thing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then the... his final smash is hitting you with the power of meat. <laughs> Just like Minecraft Steve before he got debuffed in the patch. Um... <laughs> That's where the meat went! <laughs> the yeah! It solved the mystery! The batter yeah. stole Steve's meat! It all makes sense now. Oh my god. We must, he must win the Smasher Dash so that way he can bring the meat back. Um, yeah, I, I like the way that Kelly brings the add ons in as an extra skill here, um, for the batter and how they kind of work like, like Sentinel kind of in, in, in different movements, movement patterns around the batter. That's pretty interesting to me. It kind of reminds me of almost like a side scrolling shooter, like Radius or something, and, and bringing yeah. little add ons in that way. Um, and so much of off, I think it's, it's made an RPG maker what vx or something so you're dealing with the rp standard rpg maker battle system which is almost like earthbound where a lot of the effects are mm. not necessarily interpreted literally you're seeing 
yeah, you, you have to, quite yeah, a bit. an approximation. So, um, I, I appreciate that you went, you know, you went out of your way to to illustrate how these very obtuse moves would look in Smash and, and giving them light in a, in, a, in a 2D plane. Thank you. Um, yeah, so that turned out pretty well. So it's interesting. He's he's a batter, but that's also kind of just a representation of what's really more like just this deitic, eldritch thing. Yeah, yeah. Off um, kind of plays with perceptions. Mm-hmm. Like, you see, like, different NPCs will say certain things that kind of allude to... Uh, you can't really talk about it without giving it straight away, so... Mm-hmm. I, I would just say that the character is a is a protagonist, but it's not necessarily good or bad. It kind of exists beyond that reasoning. Yeah. So it's an interesting, interesting character. I mean, um, can the character be good or bad when the uh, when the lore itself that the character is has all of their actions controlled by the player? So they're not even they're really never in control. Can that character I don't be good or bad? That's the thing, that, is. That, yeah. That that seems like a nice illustration for um, a, the larger reflection that Off is probably talking about. I ourselves. <laughs> that, there's also, like you mentioned Eldritch, but like there is like this whole uh, like demonic looking form of the batter, and I'd just be like, all right, that feels Final Smash to me. Like, oh. C- cinematic, he just transforms into that, we cut away to black, and we just hear screams. Mm. Oh god. Is is the batter actually the stranger in the Rings of Power? Is that what he looks like? A, a what big... the fuck is the Rings of Power? Selmarillion. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, the uh, nef- the fucking <laughs> Amazon, uh, Amazon Lord of Rings. Yeah, I did not watch, so I don't know who the yeah. fuck the stranger is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, quote and curly. I mean, I think they're they're indie royalty at this point. Um. Yeah. Yeah, they they like there. There's been just this massive incurrence um, of Metroidvanias in the indie landscape. Your your Dead Cells, Hollow Knight, Shovel Knight, uh, more recent Shantae, and it's arguable that maybe that wouldn't have been the case had Cave Story not run, so they could also run. Exactly. Um, Owing to yeah. a lot. Of- yeah, it's it's a massively Cave Story game. crawled so Shovel Knight could run. And then Cave yeah. Story said, fuck you, I'm getting on my feet now too. With Cave <laughs> Story Plus. Yeah, they're they're Cave Story. Yeah, it's it's like the Skyrim of indie games. It's ported to everything. Uh <laughs> Minecraft. And, yeah. Portal in a yeah, sense. And, and Minecraft, yeah. Yeah, you could you could it's 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 the Skyrim of Metroidvanias. There you go. Uh, <laughs> The Minecraft it's, it's like the meme of allow us to introduce ourselves for every new console. Yep. Minecraft, GTA five, Skyrim, ported to everything. Left out of the door. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. And and you know, there's there's a bevy of weapons that they could use. Um Kelly has has a pretty good grasp in, in his moveset, I think, with the King's Blade as the down special, not really working as a as a normal sword would. Um, and the and the booster pack, the missile launcher, the polar star, and spurs as the standard. It, it's all pretty, pretty straightforward for for the characters and, and what you would expect, um, which is great for these two characters because there's so much you can, yeah. So yeah. it's uh, yeah, yeah well no played. Bubble gun. No, I I am so pretty. I'm just gonna write that one down in my notes. 
for yeah. later use. <laughs> Cave Story is kind of weird. There's like there's a lot of weapons that are missable or exclusive to certain like like you might have to have one that you can swap out for another, but you can't have both type of things. Mm-hmm. I tried I tried to simplify it in that only the most core weapons that you get the most out of. Mm-hmm. And we haven't mentioned it yet, but but the the whole extra skill with quote and curly playing into some some parts of the game where where quote will have curly on back and they'll both be firing in, like you'll be firing quote straight ahead and curly will be shooting behind you, which mm-hmm. is really awesome mechanic I thought so almost like a yeah. banjo esque stance change where you have you're shooting eggs with banjo but in this case you're both of you are are shooting yeah like a like a more effective version of of banjos yeah. <laughs> Smelly egg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. School and yeah, I'm I'm just really impressed with the Cave Story in general, the the series and how it's grown into the spin-offs, like the fighting game title and the puzzle game on, oh, yeah. on the Switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Crystal Crisis, also Cave starring Story after... fighting game. Blade Stranger. Yeah. Would you say, like uh, like their feet? Mm-hmm. Quote and Curly are in the game, but there's also a number of other characters from other franchises. Oh, that game. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think Curly... Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. No, it was just that Curly was was a playable character, and then Quote was like either an unlockable character or a DLC. It was kind of... It was reversed, kind of. Yeah, he was unlockable, it says on this uh, list. There you go. And Shovel Knight's in it. There's Code of Princess characters... Isaac, Isaac, finding Isaac, Isaac. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yep. <laughs> oh boy. Gunvolt and and yeah. this other. Yeah. Got a good, pretty open. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Theme song is pretty good too. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess the question is: Do you do you want the um, Eldritch being who looks like a, a baseball player and has a bat and some magic stuff, or do you want uh, the the indie gods who who play into kind of the Metroid shooter aspect and with with more of a contemporary um, sci fi aspect to them? Oh, I think That's an inimitable duo. Inimitable duo. I mean, I think the real question we'd ask ourselves is how would either of them deconfirm Waluigi's and his sis trophy? <laughs> the banner well, would just be that final smash thing that you mentioned. Uh, <laughs> Waluigi would absolutely be seen as an impure being by the batter, so <laughs> absolutely. Wal- in- Waluigi shits himself. It's like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Waluigi just leaves <laughs> himself. He's like, never mind. He actually got the invitation. <laughs> Yeah, uh, quote and curly. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe inherently, yeah. Stuck. He gets stuck in like this or uh, the sand zone or whatever it is, and he gets eaten by one of those big bone cruncher thingies. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a million yeah. ways. That... Cave Story's like it, it looks cute, but it's got a lot of like scary stuff in it. So yeah, there's a lot of ways. Or he gets stuck in like one of the boss encounters. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he he. Accidentally eats a red flower and then Quote and Curly have to fight him. <laughs> that's 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 also oh, tragic decision making. Quite a quite a point in the game, yes. Mm. What we're saying, 
Yeah. Watch or play it, even better. Yeah. Yeah. Where, what are our leans looking like, boys? Um, I feel like a lean quote and curly. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the battle could be interesting. Like, I kind of feel like even just like visually speaking, kind of like you know how uh, Mister Game Watch has like his stuttered movements with the whole based on like the frames of the Game Watch. Like, I could see Batter kind of moving in a way similar to that. And, like, also, like, he just has, like, that still, that, oh, he's just pure white and black. Uh, yeah. He doesn't have other colors on him outside of alts, obviously. And he just looks like he's plucked out of the game. Kind of kind of like a very uh, Hotel Dusk animation oh, style, yeah. I kind of feel. I think that'd be fun imagine, for him. Oh, else. man. Imagine Kyle Hyde being playable in that way. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the day? I'll take Phoenix, right? Well, just for the shoulder up, like, instead of a full mm-hmm. body... Just the profile of shoulders and head. Jesus. And when he jumps, you just have like this weird cutoff of his body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what are, weird. What are our legs? Oh. <laughs> God. Anywho. Yeah. It's like, it's not, that, that would be cool for Badar. But, but I, I would say that I lean quote and curly. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think they they. Just, Kind of the opposite of where I went with Rampage because they were simpler. I think Quote and Curly just have more some more fun tools here to, to kind of play around with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I will say as a as like if it was just Quote story. against the batter, I don't know, it may be a little bit closer to me, but the addition of Curly as well, I think, also boosts them. Yeah, <laughs> booster. I yeah, I played Cave Story quite a while ago and and really enjoyed it. Um, a few times on on WiiWare and and the Switch and and the PC when it first came out. Um, I was young when that game first came out in like two two thousand four or something crazy. Um, wow! So I am I am leading Cave Story as well, um, for pretty much for the reasons you mentioned, Lister. Um, it's it's there's just more to them, um, and and the legacy is is undeniable. I think versus versus off as well, um, but I do really enjoy. Um, the idea of the batter as well. Um, you could, there, you have the game and watch element, sure, and you also have the interpretation similar to again uh, Ness and Lucas in that sense. So that's neat, and you know, I I like baseball. Oh, um, that... yeah, yeah, that's a looking real good. Yeah, bubble gum, bubble gum taunt where he just blows up black and white bubble. Yeah, there you go. Um, so I. Like I yeah, <laughs> that's not um, like I'm not generally a fan of you know that kind of odd horror oddity that that come, but off is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so either which way, but my lean is quote and curly. Sure, yeah, mm-hmm. off off is interesting. It's like an abstract artwork condensed into a an indie RPG game. I think I'm leaning towards Quote and Curly just from their legacy and from the tools and their charm and their simplicity mm-hmm. working for them. But man, off would be so fun to see, like, because it's just got that that unpredictability and that that bizarreness and just the mm-hmm. person. Like, everybody loves like like a kind of like a like a like a cowl, like a like he's got his brim pulled down. You never know what he's going to do next. He's like, mm-hmm. can we safe around this guy? Answer no. Um, but he's. <laughs> really, I just love the whole like idea of having like cooldowns with some of the attacks kind of based on like the RPG maker system, having to wait to use your special. That that'd be cool. But I think quote and curly just have more going for them. I agree. Okay. So well, I, 
taken it to official vote, quote and curly. Quote and curly. Quote and curly. Super fighting robots. And with that, the batter has had his hopes dashed. Whereas quote and curly and the Rampage crew or Monster Squad or Wrecking Crew or whatever you want to call the collection that is George, Lizzie, and Ralph, the two of them will be moving on to the Tournament of Champions 4 at the end of the season. Yeah. With many other opponents who we don't know who the rest of them will be yet. This is only the second yep. Smash or Dash of the season. We've got a lot more to go. That we do. That we do. Looking forward to it. Sorry oh. that the batter had to strike out, but here we go. Ah. And Dig has dug his last hole. Sorry, Doug. Sorry, Douglas. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, Kelly, once again, you have been on here. We discussed some characters with you, Smash Dash Vibes. Maybe someday we'll get you to actually make a character with us, since you've made so fun. many for the wiki. Uh, and mm -hmm. I'm sure next season we'll probably have you on for another Kelly Jelly special. It's tradition at this point. And we still have several more characters of yours that we haven't discussed yet. So That's right. Uh, but that said, as for... Uh, that, that That's a topic for another season, probably. Uh, but as far as what's happening next time on Supercast Brothers, uh, it's time for an on-topic episode. And we're going to be talking about the Legend of Zelda franchise and the content that it's had in Smash up to this point, and whether or not we think it's been represented well, if there's too much, if there's not enough, and maybe what we would do to address that. Mm -hmm. We have some thoughts. We have thoughts. If Observe we didn't have thoughts, thoughts, it would not be an episode. Tingle no. will be those thoughts, I'm sure. I'm sure yes, Tingle will be mentioned in some capacity. The you Kulu can't... to our Limpas, that's I was, right. I, I was sure. going to do some variation of that, and thank you for not making me do it. <laughs> <laughs> All Uncle right. Rupi sends his regards, yes. He would, actually. Uh, with that, though, uh, we'll go ahead and end things here, and we'll see you all next time. All right, Kelly, get back in the box. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,